At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all. The final Happy Monday, stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch, where today I'm here to discuss Chapter 7 of Stranger Things 2, The Lost Sister. It's early. It's only 8.22 p.m., which means, hopefully, there won't be a lot of yawn editing and, and yawn breaks. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, I could just get tired early. We'll find out. But um, it's Monday, May 16th. After this, there's only one more Monday without Stranger Things 4. It's, it's so close. It's so close. But we still have time to kill, so why don't we uh, kill that time talking about Stranger Things 2 and then Stranger Things 3, which will be coming in just a few days. Um, but I want to mention, if you are a listener to the show, you, which obviously you are because you're listening to it right now, but if you ever wanted to 
uh, leave a voicemail for the show. You can do that. You go to fansnotexperts.com slash stranger danger. And there's a link right if you're on your phone. If you're on your computer, it's on the right-hand side. If you're on your phone, you scroll down. There's a thing. Leave a message. Um, also, every episode should have a link where you can leave a voice message as well. And as I say this, I got an alert today that I had a new voicemail message. It was from our friend Jax again. But Jax, I have to tell you, the audio didn't come through. It was 40 seconds of complete silence. Uh, I listened twice just to be sure there was nothing I was missing. The audio didn't come through. But, but I still appreciate you sending in the message and always appreciate you and everyone else who listens. Um, so shall we, shall we get started? Every, you know, this, this episode, I remember when it came out or when it was first watched, this was the one where people were like, oh, oh, this is the worst episode of Stranger Things ever. You know what? I think I agree. But I'm not saying it's bad. It's like saying, you know what? That pizza is, that delicious pizza is just the worst pizza I ever had, but it's still delicious. It's still Stranger Things. Um, we get a a world-expanding episode we get a some more of the story, some more of the lore. We get a great moment at the end, um, a great kind of learning experience for Eleven. And, you know, this, this season has nine, this chapter has nine chapters, or this season has nine chapters, nine episodes. So I always felt like this was that extra episode. You get an extra episode. It's almost like it'd be a, like a setting up a spinoff, uh, a Stranger Things spinoff with uh, all new characters. And... I'm really happy we didn't get that because by the end of this episode, I disliked all of them. Yeah, I'll say it. Uh, you know, I read the the comic with Kaylee um, into the fire, right? Into the fire, which is an old Dawkins song who I went to go see in concert a few months ago. I, I don't recommend it, uh, but um. I don't remember disliking her in that comic book. And I didn't, I didn't think I remember disliking her when I first saw this. I could be wrong. Um, but this time around, by the end of the episode, I was like hoping they'd get caught by the police. Okay. There I said it. I'll, I'll delve into it more as we go through the episode. I feel like this was like my, shortest amount of notes in a while. It was kind of a real simple episode. You know, I mean, as far as our main story, this is completely like separate from it. It's happening at the same time that our story's happening. And yesterday when I talked about how Hopper gave this great speech, um, this great like sad apologetic speech, uh, but but Eleven wasn't there to hear it. I forgot. I was wrong. She actually does hear it. We'll get there, too. So the episode picks up um, where Eleven, we last left Eleven, uh, where she was in the void with her mother, and then she came out, and um, she was telling her Aunt Becky all about everything she saw, about the Rainbow Room, about this other girl, and she thinks her mother wants her to find this girl. 
Uh, Becky has all these files on all these missing persons, these missing children, so many kids. And it was like, it is scary thinking about that. I mean, we know there are at least 11, but how many really were there? Uh, so she tries to use this, her, you know, her, um, her powers with the television to try to find her. It doesn't work. Um, now maybe she used too much talking to her mother. I'm not sure. But when she tries again at night, she has kind of a, a vision of, where, of her and she finds her. Uh, she goes down to tell Aunt Becky that she found her. And every time I think Aunt Becky, I want to think a full house. Um, but that would mean Uncle Jesse would come right around the corner. Imagine if Uncle Jesse, there was just a guy there named Uncle Jesse. Uh, so Eleven overhears Aunt Becky when she goes downstairs and she's calling someone saying, I don't know who to talk to. Um, yeah, he came by with Joyce Byers or a woman named Joyce. And you're like, oh, oh, uh-oh. She's talking to the Hawkins police and she's like, okay, your name, what's your name? Florence. I'm like, oh, there's Flo. Um, and Eleven's like, oh my God, she's she went behind my back. She betrayed me. Now, she didn't call the lab. She at least called Hawkins Police and Jim. So it wasn't a evil betrayal. It's just Eleven's not ready, not ready to go home yet, not ready to give up on this. So um, she takes off. You see her wallet, Aunt Becky's wallet, uh, open with some money taken out. And um, the last thing you see is Terry Ives, well, before the last thing we see in the house is Terry Ives in the chair, repeating the same uh, words over and over. And I thought it was kind of interesting. They showed Action Eight News on the TV. You know, Eight—that's where Eleven's going. Eleven is going to see Eight. Um, and you know why Five was afraid of Six is because, or Five Six was afraid of Seven because Seven, Eight, Nine, right? That's the that's the joke. Boy, that was a that was a bad joke. So, but what we do get is some great classic 80s rock. Um, better than Dawkins. Uh, even though right now I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing articles where the singing, the, the li- these concerts aren't that great either. I'm talking about Bon Jovi. She's a little runaway. Classic Bon Jovi. Um, she is 11, gets off this bus. Out into the city street. Now I'm singing Poison. I, I, I need to relax. Just focus on the episode. So she gets off this bus uh, in this town. Now, she left Indiana. I don't know where she went. I don't... I mean, I, I, I've lived in this country, the, the United States of America, my entire life. But, you know, I haven't been that far west. Um, I want to say Chicago. I don't remember if we saw any clues. So... I'll just say Chicago. Ooh, can you hear that? It's like a downpour going on outside. A deluge. Oh, my goodness. I should close this window. I'm not even going to stop recording. Through the power of... This is like, you know, realistic. Like a slice of life moment where you just see me get up, close the window, and come back to the podcast. What do you think of that, huh? Who needs editing? Um, So... She gets off the bus, and it seems like everywhere she turns, there's giant buildings. And you see this look on her face like, wow. She is. She loves that she's seeing this. She's never had this experience before. I mean, you remember last year, just just seeing the, the Wheeler's house was like a shock to the system. So now she's seeing this. 
which would be a shock to anybody, really. Never mind a girl who's lived her whole life in a lab. But every alley is like scary, scary people. Um, like, wasn't somebody going dead, dead, dead? They're all dead or something like that. She finds this warehouse. Inside, there are all these punks. They're like, what are you doing here? Um, Shirley Temple. Is that what he was calling her? Shirley Temple. Um, which is probably my favorite drink. Um, she, all these punks. And then all of a sudden, Callie comes out. She's like, I'm looking for my sister. Are you looking for your sister? Their first thought is to, like, um, you know, be violent to this kid. So already, I'm not liking them. And then we see Kaylee. I keep saying Callie. They said Kaylee. And she's like, I'm... Okay, closing the window didn't really help. The rain is pitter-pattering. It gives it some, gives it some nice, spooky like atmosphere. So Kaylee comes down. She meets Jane. Um, she says, Mama sent me to find you. Um, we are the same. Um, and they look at each other's tattoos. Like, sister, sister. And they hug, and I wanted to say Sistra, which if you ever saw Orphan Black, you'd you'd get that reference. Uh, good TV show. So they hug. They have a nice moment, and you realize, wow, like Eleven is finding a bigger, you know, world. She doesn't know everything that's going on in Hawkins right now, so she thinks, you know, they're better off without me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm expanding. I'm finding out more about my history. I'm finding, I'm finding people that I have not seen since I was a small child. Um. So Kaylee, they had, they do have a nice moment where they're on the roof of the building and she talks about her powers or a gift. She's like, I, I bet that policeman didn't want you to use your powers. She's like, I think your mother sent me here. Your mother sent you here for a reason. I think you belong here. I think this is your home. And she shows her a nice, where her powers are, uh, the ability to create illusions. Um, we saw that in the first episode with the bridge collapsing. In this episode, he, she makes uh, the spike-haired fella... Uh, think he's the Mohawked man, think he's seeing spiders. Uh, and now she shows Eleven this like really pretty butterfly. So they have a nice moment where they hug. And then I don't know if Eleven is sleeping at this point, but they she goes to her friends. And she's like, she can find people. You know, she can, um, she's like a human radar detector. And they're like, whoa. Uh, and they're like, I want to find one tomorrow. And um, at this point, Eleven is in the void. And she sees the Hopper apology. So she does see what Hopper said. Um, but she wakes up with a start, with like startled. And she's like, all right, come on, I want you to meet everybody. So she meets them all. And Eleven looks for one of the tattoos. She's like, they're not like us. But they, they're, they're not like us in that way. But they are outcasts like we are. And... They have this list of IDs where everyone that um, has was partly responsible for what happened to them. Now, I wasn't sure if this was all of them just doing Kaylee's biddings or if this was a list of everybody who has wronged all of them for whatever reason. Um, but they're like, um, you know, they they take care of them. Um they get their revenge, and, and Eleven's like, you, you kill them? She goes, we give them, we punish them, we give them what they deserve. We, you know, and she's like, I'm a fighter, I've killed. And uh, you get a couple flashbacks of um, her showing the people she's killed. Kaylee then takes her outside and helps her harness her power to make it even stronger, um, using her anger. 
thinking about seeing Mike and Max together, thinking about her mother, thinking about Hopper lying, saying, saying your mother was gone. She used that anger, and she pulls this giant train. Um, and in a way, this kind of foreshadows her ability to really focus and harness her power that we'll see towards the end of the season. Um, they actually end up using the power or to track this guy who, who was the 450 electrocuting. He, he was doing the electroshocks for the bidding of Dr. Brenner. And they're like, they know where to find her. They know who he is. They were able to find him. So they head out in their van. They stop at a little mini mart, uh, steal a bunch of stuff, including egos and money. The guy um, working there, the gas station uh, attendant, um, they made him think the, the toilet was overflowing. Then he pulled out a gun and Eleven flung him, knocked the guy out. So he got roughed up a little bit. But at one point, the cops were... Oh, a cop, I thought, noticed them at this point, but that doesn't really matter. That doesn't come into play. Oh, no, the cops were coming to the police station. They got out of there in time. Um, and they end up making it to um, this this dude's apartment. He's watching Punky Brewster, uh, a, a great show. Uh, when I was a child... And all of a sudden, the TV stops. The door opens. He gets up. He's like, huh? The TV, the lights are flickering. They enter. I don't know if the lights flickered. The TV stopped. Um, but he enters. They all enter, all masked. And they're like, hey. They start robbing him. And he's like, take whatever you want. Take this. Take that. It's in this. You know, go in there. My wallet's in there. And Kaylee goes, do you remember us? And he's like, no. And then she makes him see them as children. And... He's uh, like, do you remember us now? And he's like, oh. So they rough him up, beat him up. And um, the guy's whimpering and tells him, Brenner's alive. He's alive. He, you know, no, I know where, how to find him. And she's like, Papa is dead. No, he's alive. I can find him. And then Eleven starts using her powers to strangle this guy. But then she sees a photo frame of him with two kids. And my first thought was, oh, this guy lives alone, but he has two kids um, that he sees from time to time. no. The children are there, whether she he, he just happened to have them this weekend, whether his wife was out, or whether he's a full-time single dad. I have no idea. But um, the, they're like, we got to get out of here. The kids are here. There's the kids here. So does that, you know, and Eleven says he has kids. She's like, so? We were kids. They didn't have any, um, any like, mercy for us. Um, Eleven couldn't couldn't finish the job. Kaylee's like, finish the job. She couldn't do it, so she pulls out a gun. She's going to shoot this dude right in the head. Eleven flings the gun away. As the cops started to arrive, they get the hell out of there. I'm starting to really not like them. And Kaylee yells at Eleven, you know, mercy is your choice, but don't you take away mine. Ever. Do you understand? Do you understand? I am completely against these people at this point. I want, I don't want, I want Eleven to get out of there. I want Bad things to happen to them. I want them to be caught by the police and, and, and um, you know, persecuted to the full extent of the law. Gosh darn it. They go back to the warehouse and Kaylee tells her a little bit of her story, how, you know, she was there and then she broke out after she didn't see you anymore. Um, how she was with some family, but they couldn't be there for her. So she's been on her own. Then she found people to help her. And she's like, you know, you can go into hiding or you can fight with them. Fight with me. And she's like, fight who? All the people. And then she makes him, the, all the people that are responsible for this. Then she makes him see Brenner. And 
you know, this is very manipulative of Kaylee. I, I wrote down in my notes, F Kaylee. That's right. Very manipulative of her to, to make her see this. And he had, a, he had Brenna come up and go, you have a terrible wound. It's festering. It's festering. You know what that means? It's like rot. It's spreading. I was like, ooh, there is something rot. There is something spreading. But it isn't Eleven's wound. It is, um, you know, back in Hawkins. So I also wrote down, I hate her. I want the cops to catch her. Um, at this point, uh, she's alone again for a little while. She has thoughts of flashbacks of Mike, Dustin, and Hopper. Uh, and then she sees uh, the void. She sees Hopper. He's in, they're in the lab. And he's like, hey, I, I was just there. That's, that's, uh, that's a graveyard. And she sees Mike saying, it's a trap. It's a trap. And I think she's like, what the hell's going on here? At this point, the cops break in. And um, there's a cool trick where Kaylee makes them all look invisible. But then they run out of the, um, the warehouse, get to, a, get to the van. And there's a firefight. They're shooting at police officers. Yep. I, 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 they're, they're, they're in a firefight with a, with a kid there. Just, oh. But Kaylee does use her powers to make this really cool giant wall that none of the cops go up and touch. But, I mean, why would they really need to? I mean, they... You know, it's enough of an illusion to to give them some time. But it starts breaking up. They're like, we need to go. We need to go. And Eleven said, you know, um, I have to go back to my friends. They cannot save you, Jane. And then she says, no, but I can save them. I was like, yeah. Everything, that entire episode, everything was worth for that moment. I could save them. Yeah. And the next shot we see um, them get away and Kaylee's looking out the window like, what the hell is wrong with her? And Kaylee's, like, upset. And then we see a reflection of Eleven in the window, but she's in the bus. And this older woman's like, how are you doing, girl? Are you okay? Let me come over there. Um, you're very young to be traveling alone. Where are you headed? She says, I'm going to my friends. I'm going home. All worth it for that moment. All worth it for her to, um, you know, she realizes that Mike needs her, that Hopper needs her, that her friends need her. You know, this, these, she got some of her history. She got that. She knows her mom. She got that. I don't know what happened. Does anything happen with Terry Ives in, in part three? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think, but she got her closure there. At least some closure. And she realizes that's not what I want. I don't want to be with these terrible, terrible punks. I want to be with my friends. That's where she's going. She's going home. I loved it for that moment. The rest was okay. Getting some of the history was okay. But if I was supposed to like these people, if I was supposed to root for them, if I was supposed to um, care or think they really have Eleven's best interests in mind, um, that didn't work. They, it does. It, to me, they don't. Uh, and that's just how I feel. And now I want Eleven to go back she hasn't seen Mike, or Mike hasn't seen her all effing season. Now we only have two episodes left, and I'm pretty sure they don't see each other until like the end of the next episode, if I remember correctly, which, I'll, which I will be reminded of when I watch it tomorrow. But that's tomorrow. Until then, thank you so much for listening. See, I knew this was going to be my shortest episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing and following uh, and rating and reviewing Um 
you have no idea how much I appreciate it. It is beyond the um, anything I could imagine as far as, you know, I've, I've tried to do podcasts for years. This is the first one that really has found itself an audience, and it's the best audience in the world. And I can't wait because we're all part of the same audience for Stranger Things. Uh, and I can't wait to get back um, to get back to our friends and see what they're up to next. We all know what's going to happen during the rewatch. It's after that that we just don't know. And I'm staying spoiler free um, as much as possible now. Especially like within the next week, you got to be like hunkered down and not click on anything, not see anything. Oh, it's getting so close. Um, so you know the drill, right? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger D Pod. And of course, every episode, everything about this show you can find at Stranger. Whoops. Eh, who cares? This episode's short. I don't have to edit that out. You can find it fansnotexperts.com slash stranger danger. So until tomorrow, my friends. Oh, did I just put on an announcer voice? In a world where things get strange, there's one thing you can know for sure. With this television show and this podcast, they'll get stranger? I don't know. I completely um, ad-libbed that, and it shows. Listen, my friends, thank you once again so much for listening, once again for subscribing. Remember to stay stranger, my friends, and until tomorrow, don't hang out with these punks when you have all your friends at home. They're waiting for you and they need you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.